Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky. Joining me this week is Evan Bullris. Hey, how's it going? And the man, the myth, the Corgi? War Corgi. It's great to be back, Jay. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, this is pretty exciting. We've done a few interviews and special reports with you, but uh, this episode you're going to be on for the whole episode, so this is exciting. Yeah, I've never been on with Evan before either, so it's, it's triply exciting for me. I just went yeah. straight over double, straight the triple. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what could happen? This is going to be <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah, so not a whole bunch going on in Legion world. There's, I think we saw today on the Facebook page, there's some items that are out in the wild here in the U.S., um, I don't understand what's happening. I guess maybe some of the distributors are breaking street date or doing just doing whatever they want, I guess, at this point. It's, yeah, uh, I think the term for it is snafu. Yeah. <laughs> snafu. Yeah. yeah, situation normal, fill in the rest of the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen any of the s- stuff out there, out your way? No, but I don't see anybody anymore except for, for Chris right. who comes over for games. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we we used we did have Evan over for a little bit, but then I he's I just don't trust him. I don't know where he's it's been. Fair. So these hands get everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what uh, what's going on with with you? Like how how has this been um for your channel? The the whole quarantine and shelter in place stuff. It's been strange. Uh, you know, I was talking to my buddy Chris and. I was expecting to get a lot more views since people are home in quarantine. But I think the, one of the things that's going on right now is people aren't playing Legion. So they're not thinking about Legion as much, right? Yeah. yeah. If you go and you get to play some Legion and it's not quite enough for you, that one game of Legion, you get a week, then maybe you go watch a YouTube L report or two from some of the content creators out there. But if you're not having the ability to do that, I think some people have just kind of shelved it for a little bit. So the interaction's still been good. The reception's been good, but we haven't seen the dramatic increase in viewership that I kind of thought might be there. But that's okay because we're still doing really well. Yeah, I would agree with that. We're similar. Um, you know, I think everything's uh, nominal, <laughs> and this, mm-hmm. you know, the the we were seeing an upward trend, and we're still seeing that similar trend. But there wasn't a huge spike uh, due to this. And I, I I was of the same mind where I was like, oh. Yeah, everybody's going to be home, so they're totally, like, we're going to get way more listens and views, and, and no, it's been about the same. Um, if anything, like, I've been wondering a lot, too. I think, and, you know, uh, you have a wife, and I have a wife, and sometimes listening to podcasts or watching these videos isn't the best family time. And so I wonder if most people were, like, listening or watching either at work or listening on their way to and from work. So maybe the num- that's why the numbers are kind of just similar. Yeah, I get the evil eye whenever I'm walking around the house and I have my earbuds in listening to you guys. And, uh, like I was doing with the Notorious Scoundrels podcast today. And I think it's a carryover from, um, well, he's no longer a teenage son, but my son, when he was a teenager, would do the same thing and just like ignore his mother with the earbuds yeah. in. <laughs> so I think there's some residuals there that, that, hurt me yeah yeah or it's my favorite is when you do that and you're like listening to something and then like rachel just start talking to me as if i don't have headphones in and then she'd be like you're not listening to me and i'm like 
No, no, I've had headphones in this whole time. <laughs> the, the best is when they've been quiet for like the previous five hours. Haven't said a word to you. Yeah. As soon as you put them in and you start a podcast, they have like a million things to say. You see what you're missing here, Evan? You see what you're missing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, was, it sounds uh, real real terrible, guys. Evan got in a real, real dark fight with his husky the other day over <laughs> some peanut butter. So they know. <laughs> Look, oh, Evan, I didn't know that you had a husky. Did you see the episode where we became the War Husky YouTube channel for one? Dude. I did. I uh, mine is a uh, he's getting a little chunky, uh, but uh, no, I'm uh, yeah, actually, he's a good boy. But yeah, we've been getting along quite well because I'm working from home, so it's whatever I eat, he gets some of it. So he's known uh, he's Chipotle bag now. He knows what's up. Uh, yeah, he's ready at my desk for those chips. And I'll put the pounds on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's weird. You know, we uh, I was I was gonna talk about talk to this with uh, with Evan on this episode, but since you're on, this will be perfect too. You can kind of talk to this as well. Um, I figure a lot of our listeners as well uh, have been experiencing this, but we had our first quarantine fight uh, recently, which was about absolutely nothing. Like we couldn't, like after it was all said and done and we were, we were done arguing and fighting. We were like, wait, what are we fighting about? And it was like, nothing, just nothing, just for being around each other. That, that was was the (laughs) whole fight. Uh, and so it's been, it's been real interesting. That sounds much more like my first marriage than my current marriage. I will tell you. (laughs) Um, we, yeah, it's weird. Like Evan, Evan will say like, we've never, like Rachel and I don't fight. Like it's just we're usually on the same page. We have the same sense of humor, like all that stuff. But then the other day we were just mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're both just mad, and neither of us knew why. And then and and it kind of was just blew over, and we were like, oh, oh, we had our first quarantine fight. Perfect. <laughs> You know, I did get a text in Germany once while I was at work, and, and my wife says, when you come home, I want to have a fight. So um, <laughs> that's never a good position to be in as a husband, oh. because like you'll come in too strong, you know, and yeah, yeah. like not yeah. that kind of fight. I wasn't, you know, wasn't trying to hurt feelings here. That's right, right. You come only, in all loaded up. You're like, let me remember the 10 things you did that I hated. You know, I, I only know one way to fight, and that is to go straight for the heart. but uh yeah i mean so that's that's been interesting um we what uh let's see what have you you know what let's ask you this out of all this stuff that's been announced so far um and that we probably won't see till next year but what are you most excited to get on the table not just not just for your channel but for you personally sure so i'm having the most fun playing with my clones right now so it's got to be ARC Troopers. I am mm-hmm. really looking forward to getting those ARC Troopers on the board. They are very yeah, think... strong. They are very good. I've been yeah. messing around with them in TTS a lot. Holy cow. Even though what's nice is our unit that you could take a strike team and it's good, and you could take a full group and it's good, but it's not like the current uh, like uh, sniper teams that we have where you just never take the commandos. It's just always strike team or bust. So it's actually a unit where when you get your whole box, you feel like you can do both. Right, it's not just like oh, strike team. These other models just get to sit in the shelf forever. So uh, they're really cool that way. You sir don't watch my channel often enough because if you did, you know I run the full <laughs> Rebel Commando units all the time. Matter of fact, I'm crazy enough to run the full Imperial Scout units yeah. uh, some of the times. But yeah, you know, I, I get you're brave man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember Evan? Do you remember when we? 
when we first started the, the, the podcast and we were going out to Buffalo and playing the cook boys a lot, Chris cook was playing full strike teams for a while. Do you remember that? A little bit. Um, they was... were super scary. Uh, yeah. th- uh, now I feel like there, there's just other things that do it better for points. Even like, man, I sure. just, I played the full strike teams when it started. Um, just having them get wiped out in two shots felt bad. Uh, so I just stopped. But then again, I've only I only did that when I started playing. So my my opinion may vary uh, mm. about like people actually getting more reps in with it than I did. Yeah, now you know how to use things like cover with their low profile. They can yeah. be pretty good. They're not as tanky as uh, Pathfinders, but they're okay. Yeah. Um, so besides the Arc Troopers, is there anything else you're looking forward to getting your hands on? Uh, no, I got to tell you, Iden Versio really scares me. I think she is going to be a beast on the table, and she'll probably be a lot of fun to play with. But when I'm lined up against her, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, I think there's definitely, you know, we've talked about it a few times on our channel, and we've talked about it amongst our friends. But I think once this, uh, you know, the the quarantine stuff is all over. I think this is going to be a completely different game with all these units. Once when they all hit and vital assets, it's vital assets is a game changer, man It is a game changer. Yeah. And I know I saw, was it the other, what was it? Your last video or the video before you guys did vital assets? I don't remember off the top of my head. So after you guys spoiled it, which was a a great, thing that you did on youtube what we did is we printed out our own cards and our last two games and our next game are all going to use vital assets and it just changes the way the game is played in ways i did not fully understand until i tried out those missions myself what has been uh okay let me ask you this what's been your favorite mission and what's been your least favorite mission so bombing run has been my favorite mission it's the one that's kind of like breakthrough but it's a lot different in that you just have to get there once. It doesn't have to be at the end of the game and drop that bomb and blow it up. Um, my least favorite was probably hostage exchange. And even that was a ton of fun. I like hostage exchange because it makes you like, it makes you rethink taking that uh, babysitting group. Of course, like a four man, uh, like rebel squad or a four man stormtrooper. You may not want to do that because if it's the opponent picks, isn't it? Maybe I'm reading the card wrong. No, you get to pick, and then your opponent places them and does ah, their that's move. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's cool. Like maybe I really just want the game to go back to cores again. Um, so maybe that'll be in, like a good shift for it. Yeah, and there's going to be some cores that are really good at it. Just like there's some units that are really good at bombing run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did play bombing run on stream. We goofed that up pretty good. Uh, turns out. Uh, uh, we we can't read sometimes for <laughs> network and uh at one point i think when we, in the stream jay had like blown up my stuff like in my deployment zone almost and he could have just popped them but we didn't really read that so yeah it was a uh, we, we goofed pretty good but that was it was you're right though it it makes it so maybe if you make a dive to drop it like early on just to score a point then you can maybe play defensive after it's an interesting interesting objective yeah, and the way you have to kind of layer them into your opponent's zone or within range one of his zone, that means that you can't just fly three units of speeder bikes up there and turn one and drop them all off because they're just going to pick them up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there is some counterplay there, but there are some units that definitely make it easier to get those bombs in. And then the the it's cool that it's an actual bomb, so you're doing three red dice worth of damage to everyone within range one. 
no that's that's really fun it's cool um have you tried the the bombing cart one yet yeah we've played two games with that okay i'm not very good at it yeah (laughs) what are your what are your thoughts on it uh i think it's really dependent on kind of what deployment zones that you're getting It, it gets much more interesting depending on the deployment zones that you've got right Okay. Uh, what's the new one that kind of looks like a pyramid hemmed in, pinned in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time I played with it, and it was really difficult because my opponent had the pyramid, and I had oh, the two gotcha. sides. Yeah. And that meant he could put his right in the middle, and I nice. had to kind of offset, and he was able to choose you know, a, a harder route for me to take over to his. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's interesting in that you can push it forward, but you can never push it back. Like if you push it towards me, I can't push it back towards you. So it, it takes a new way to think about the game. I think. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see, you know, a uh, bombing run and rollout, right? Like uh, at LVO, I was playing double heavy list and uh, those look really nice for that list. And I thought after LVO that I had maybe a bit like was leaving that list forever but then just like the other night i was putting some list stuff together and and i was like oh man that tank atst list with with like bombing run and uh and and roll out and oh my god it's gonna be so good yeah i just played a game on monday with chris we didn't record it but i was playing clones and he was playing droids and i had a saber tank and it's pretty easy to get that point with the saber tank just marching across the board and drop that in there yeah. So, yeah. Saber team yeah. causes a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, last time I played in real life, uh, it was a newer guy, and I was playing my worlds list, and he just dove on Dooku. Tank went in, two shot Dooku, and then my list kind of fell apart because it's like turn two that happened. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, so he, he got me, like he beat me. He's like, wow, your worlds list seems kind of weak. And I'm like, trying to be cool. I'm like, yeah, you know, man, it kind of happens because he moved the tank up. And then I just threw all of my army into it, couldn't roll a crit to save my life, and when I did get enough damage to break it, R2 rolls up and pulls it off. And man, that feels bad. So I'm like, uh, yep. I'm like, you know, tanks are good, man. Just keep playing your tank. You're doing really good. And I'm going to go and weep a little bit. But uh, Duke got two rounded. I have pretty average dice rolls. And the first time I played with that tank, I blanked on the first five red dice that I had to roll. And it ended up dying to Sabine with a Darksaber, which was pretty cool. Okay, yeah. And then Chris borrows my tank, and Chris does not have average dice rolls. He has phenomenal dice rolls. And I'm playing with droids, and he saved eight out of the first ten shots. Oh, like crits, I got through them. I was like, well, this has been fun. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Evan and I have played enough that that definitely that curve happens right where evan and i'll play and then evan will just have the worst dice rolls for like three or four games and he'll just be like listen man i i can't do another game (laughs) (laughs) you know i need to take a break yeah like and then like a week later we'll play again and then it'll just reverse right and then i'll just roll nothing like uh, we recently, before all this, we played at a prime and you know, that, that game we played Evan with like yeah. the dice rolls were just oh, yeah. all over the place and the train was awful to boot. So it was just like, <laughs> there was yeah. the worst of everything in one game. And it was, that was, you know, Evan and I played each other round. What was it? Round one or two? One. one. That was round one. one. Yeah. Round one. We got matched up and I was like, oh, this is going to be a knockdown drag out game. And it was just the worst game. I think I had played 
in months and it was just because the train was awful number one the dice rolls were awful number two and neither of us could get anything done and it was just like all right man like <laughs> yeah there was, was crazy. zero line of sight blocking so it was just we kind of just I played uh, the Hothless stuff playing. He plays double heavy, and we just kind of lined up in front of each other. There's no one to hide. <laughs> everything could see everything, so it's like, well, here we go. And uh, the worst part was too. So I won. I didn't feel good about it. Then you got the buy. It was only mm-hmm. like three rounds, and we had to drive an hour and a half to come. So Jay just yeah. like sits down next to the table, and he's like, he's like, I guess I'll just judge your game. I'm like, that's cool, man. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that could have gone a lot better. Oh yeah, that, that was yeah. Well, and I'm, you know, with the, uh, the old way of how competitive went, getting a buy was miserable. And, you know, with MOV now, the new, the new system, it sounds like getting a buy will be at least better uh, than it was before. Cause it was like, basically you get a buy, you're, you're done. Like, that's it. It's over. Yeah. This new system is great because it puts all the agency in the player. Right, he yes. has total yeah. control over his destiny for the first time in Star Wars Legion, and I really, really like that. Yeah, and I mean, how many times, you know, are you like jokingly you say to one of your opponents, you're like, "Okay, now I need you, like one that you beat." You're like, "I need you to win all the rest of your games now," so that, yeah. <laughs> you know, like because it's just out of your hands at that point. And so, but yeah, this new the new system is pretty great, and I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, in in the wild you know once once we all are able to play again so i do have a question for you jay like yeah chris will always roll well against mayor mostly and he is very empathetic and will feel bad and he'll start like actively rooting for me do you do that for evan when you're rolling really well against him and evan if so how does that make you feel because i'm confused how i'm supposed to feel I do I don't. Jay, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. He so does awesome. it to me. I do not yeah. do it to him. Um, so what happens is if I'm rolling, usually with Evan, when Evan, I am play, what I, what drives Evan nuts is like, I don't react at all. So like, yeah, I'll just roll. Yeah. And I'll just be like, okay, no matter what happens, like whether it was good or bad for me. And I think that drives Evan to like through the roof he's like just react just anything like uh, why don't you care about this and then and then if evan like gets really hot dice he he'll like sit there and just apologize and i'm so sorry oh man that's real feels bad and then if i get a good roll he'll be like see yeah they're good i'm glad it came back around and i'm like shut up evan (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, it's I want it to be a game, right? Like it's because uh-huh. uh, it's a dice game, and you know, after playing any dice game ever made ever, you get those games that are just like things just didn't work out, right? Like uh, I can't tell you how many X-wing games I've played, and it's just nope, no paint, right? Then you, the game's just one-sided, and it's just over. Um, and Legion, the nice thing is the game goes for so long that 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 you hit that curve, it should swing back either way for you if you have hot dice in the beginning they should go cold if you have cold dice in the beginning they should go hot sometimes it doesn't sometimes you just get hot dice the whole time and uh it's that's when to me it just kind of like doesn't feel like a game like it doesn't feel like um i'm my strategy is making me win it just feels like dude this guy can't roll a a piece of paint on his defense dice to save his life uh so even when they do smart moves and i'm like oh that was a good move i didn't see that coming and then they just get turbo punished because I get like a you know four crits off a, a, a nobody droid squad and they rolls like his stormtroopers roll four blanks. I'm like oh god, <laughs> here 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 she goes. 
Um, but I just like I want the game to feel like if if each player had average dice. Uh, in my mind, that feels a little bit better. Uh, but I don't know. It's a dice game, so you get those like you know, you get those crazy curves. Yeah, on Monday we crossed into the it's now hysterical realm. Yeah. Like I laughed harder than I've laughed in a long time when Chris is notorious for like putting a Courage One core unit out on its own, right? And I'll try <laughs> to put suppression on it, and he normally just rolls off enough suppression yep. where he doesn't break, like every uh. time. And so he had three suppression on a unit of droids. And I'm like, I got him this time. Yeah. He rolled three triangles, oh, three geez. shields. And I could not do anything except laugh hysterically. What do you what do? You do? Right? Because that yeah. should have punished him, right? That should have been like, well, I can't kill him, but at least I'll make him run. Like that's suppression is a weapon, you know, then when he's just like, oh, but, yeah, no, never mind. All your work is worthless. You're like, oh, cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, man. And when you're diverting a DC-15 for that range 4 shot to oh, put that dude. suppression on them, it feels so bad. Because you could have done real work against like a B2 squad or something like that. But yeah, no, yeah. it's all for not. Yeah. Dude, for real. Yeah, our our buddy Spencer, who we play locally, it seems like every game I have with him is like that. Where he'll, he'll like, uh, what, he played OP Vader. <clears throat> and I think I had like 10 suppression on him. Mm-hmm. And I like I couldn't get any hits through like he was blocking all the hits and then he like rolls up and he's like, all right, I'm going to roll for suppression and like loses like nine of it. And I was just like, dude, are you kidding me? And then he one shots my tank and then my tank is gone. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, run to that, too, I guess, is our yeah. answer to that. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. And we both we, we both kind of do. I think. uh uh, Jay and I are probably pretty good mirrors to uh, you and your buddy Chris on uh, how we handle dice rolls. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know that uh, earlier we were talking, you said you, you wanted to come on and kind of talk about your channel and what you guys have been working on and what the future is going to look like. And I don't know if you want to you want to go ahead and cover that now. You want to talk about it? Yeah, that'd be great. So yeah. this Friday, we're releasing the 25th episode of Star Wars Legion Battle Reports on my YouTube channel. Nice. And whenever you hit a milestone like that, always is a time for reflection, right, on things that you're doing well and things you're not doing so well. And then on top of that, you know, we've become one of the more popular YouTube channels for video battle reports for this game yep. with over 4,400 subscribers. You know, I started a Patreon page a few months ago. It's doing really well. And I'm co-hosting the Jedi Hunter podcast. So it it seems like my visibility has been raised. And I want to make sure that I'm doing the community justice. Uh, If you're going to spend some time to watch one of my battle reports, I want you to be getting a good experience from it. So with that in mind, we're going to make some changes to the channel. And I've been talking a lot about Chris uh, I've added him to the payroll. He's my first acquisition. You're, you're familiar with acquisitions, right, Jay? You've done a few? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> He's my first talent acquisition. He's been doing his uh, tune-up reports for newer players, you know, teaching them how mm-hmm. to play and some basic game things. So uh, now that we're actually making some real money on advertising and things like that, Chris is getting a cut of that. and You know, he's a full partner now in the WorkOrgy YouTube channel. That's and awesome. Then, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, we... A couple of episodes ago, we start showing off our new terrain, which was a gift from one of our local players, uh, Troy. And it's all Imperial terrain, 3D printed stuff that Troy painted. It is beautiful. And so we upped our game there. 
And that's just making us double down on using fully painted armies, like when possible. If something comes out and we're really anxious to get on the table, we'll do our best to get painted. But, you know, there are those situations where it's not possible. But we've been doing a really good job making sure that we're using fully painted armies. And we're going to double down on that. And well, then and that was always, I mean, that yeah. was something early on. The first time I had you on, I think you lectured all of us on that. Well, <laughs> so. well yeah. That was uh that was after you appeared on the Paint All the Minis podcast, right? And I didn't yeah. like you. I was I was pretty I made an <laughs> argument, Jay. I made an argument on why you should paint your models. Every everything's a lecture to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't do it with well with anyone telling me anything. So You know, I'm using a lot of the uh the advertisement money I get from YouTube and also my Patreon support and I'm I'm putting it all into studio armies, right? And so when someone comes over to play, if they don't have a fully painted force, they can just pick it up an army from my studio army and bam, it's fully painted. So yeah, we're, we're, it's important. I think, you know, battle reports are such a visual medium that you, you really need to have those painted minis whenever possible. So we're going to continue to do that. No, I agree. I mean, I, I think it's not too big of a claim to say like you're more or less the standard for Legion battle reports, right? Like when I watch yours and then when we're, Jay and I are like, uh doing ours i'm like well how would he do this right it's it, you've kind of set the precedent for um like quality battle reports with great shots i even love little like uh like animations and stuff like it's really good stuff yeah i had to do something to distinguish myself from masters of the force or motf down in australia because i really just stole their uh, <laughs> their design on how they do youtube battle reports and you know that way i could say i was an individual that they're they're the other big kid on the block when it comes to doing these battle reports oh sure yeah so we did notice, and this is the negative side, we noticed that we were making a lot more rules mistakes lately. And there's some reasons for that. Like you just talked about, we've got more new units in the game, and there's even more coming out here in the future, right? When the yep. game first came out, there wasn't that many units, so it was pretty easy to know them. And then that's been complicated even farther with two new factions. Mm. And on the channel, we like to show all four factions with different units all the time. And so you don't get that muscle memory you talk a lot about, Jay, and in, in knowing exactly what the rules for those units are. So we are starting to make some, some mistakes. Now, on top of that, we got more Battlefield Condition cards with Vital Assets coming out. And then lastly, we've been playing this campaign, so all I've been playing is Empire. So when I do go play droids or I play clones, I'm just more prone to making mistakes. And it's been a... So, like we'll make some mistakes and I'm fine with that. It just seemed like we were piling up more and more mistakes. Mm. So we got some fixes. Okay. And uh, we, we tried this on Monday and it worked really well. And first one's going to be both players are going to run through their army list with each other and highlight the keywords for their units. And, you know, as uh, Brendan would say, the high marshal, it's on both players to maintain the game state. Yep. So on the yeah. channel, we're always very friendly. If somebody's forgetting a keyword or they're playing it wrong, it should trigger in their opponent's mind that they need to do something. So hopefully taking more time at the beginning off camera and running thoroughly through those army lists will help us remind each other when we need to do things. Mm -hmm. Then we got to read our command cards and battlefield condition cards and the reminder text more fully and carefully. Like you were saying, Evan, when you played something with a couple of times, you think you know it but you really don't because you haven't played it enough or recently enough that you know it cold. And so we'll start reading the command card and be like, oh, I know what this does. 
and then totally forget that Obi-Wan's one pip, you know, you gain Gives him nimble. nimble. I always yeah, forget exactly. about nimble on that. Yeah. And it's it's easy stuff. Fantasy Flight Games makes it so easy for us. They put it all on the card, and all you have to do is read the card, and you just got to be patient enough to read it. So we're going to do a lot better with that in the future. And then lastly, we know how the rules work. Like 98% of the time, it's just that we misapply them or we forget them. But when we do have something that's not clear to us, because it's not a situation that comes up very often, like if you have two minis that have cover two, two minis have cover one, and one mini out in the open, what kind of cover save do they have? We're going to pause the video, we're going to go to the RRG, and we're going to read how it's supposed to work. Because everything, or at least the vast, vast majority of things are covered in that RRG and spelled out very well. So those are the fixes that we have going forward. Like no, it. man. Sounds solid. I mean, geez, I can't tell you how long uh, my whole group has played Suppressive wrong. It wasn't until um, uh, uh, turn like a, a Prime a little while ago. Because we always the way we always had read and interpreted Suppressive was if you didn't roll any hits at all, no suppression. Uh, but it's right. The card, if you read the rules, uh, it says, uh, you know, even if you blank out, they get one with Suppressive. Yep. It just adds another. And so uh, the whole time, like everyone had just assumed it worked like that. Uh, and then when we, you know, you go back and read the card and you're like, Whoa, wow, man, mortars are real good. <laughs> I guess they just mm-hmm. get out suppression no matter what. So we had uh, no man, I get it. Like even people who, you know, play all the time, it's, it's easy just to get, I mean, uh, get lost in rules. I mean, look, the RG went from like 30 pages to what is it now? Like 60 to 80. Yeah. It's, it's there's a lot now. Um No, we've never screwed up so bad that we're rolling white dice for stormtrooper saves or anything, but yeah. we've had our fair share of mistakes. Been there. Been there. Yep. <laughs> no, so oh, that was my first game that. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, these stormtroopers kind of suck, huh? White attack and white defense. I don't I don't get it. Do you let me ask you this cuz yeah. <clears throat> Evan and I run into this a lot and do you find that the I don't know if pressure is a good word, but I'm going to use it. The pressure of recording the battle report and like trying to make sure like in your mind and in Chris's mind that the battle report is coming out right for the audience that sometimes like sometimes the rules slip a little bit in your mind and you're just like, you know, like, or you're not fully thinking about something and you're like, yeah, 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 that's fine. And then you just move on. Um, you know, I think Evan and I kind of suffer from that once in a while, like where we're just like, okay, we got to get this, we're doing this report, we're doing this, you know, stream. Uh, we want to make sure like we do a good job so everybody can see everything and understand what's happening. And then like maybe some of the rules kind of go to the, the wayside. Yeah, Jane, I think that's a, a matter of focus for me. If I'm playing at my friendly local game store, right, and my focus is 100% on the game, I tend to make a lot fewer rules mistakes. Yep. If I am also concerned about the lighting and I'm concerned about the sound and I'm concerned about the dogs being in the video, and then on top of that, I'm holding a phone trying to keep it steady yeah. in one hand, my focus <laughs> yeah. goes from 100% to something less than 100%. So that absolutely yeah. has a, a play in it. Now, we always encourage people to go ahead and let us know when we do make rules mistakes because we like to know that so we don't play it wrong next time. And then also people read the comments of the video and they also learn from that. So we're happy when people point out our rules mistakes. We just want to make less of them. And I do say that if anybody thinks that we make a ton of rules mistakes, that they should try playing a game with a phone in their hand trying to film at the same time because (laughs) it does take something out of you. Well, yeah, and I think too... I think there's this double kind of 
thing going on where you're trying to help people learn how to play the game. But you're also, I think, you know, you're trying to create an entertainment factor too when you're doing these videos. And sometimes that is top of mind. And then you and then you know you forget to do something. You like trigger something, or you forget a yeah a rules mistake, or you do you know. There's always something else that that gets uh, dropped right when you're trying to spin all these plates. Yeah, and the the worst part about of it is, I watched a whole bunch of battle reports before I started doing them for other games, mm-hmm. and then for Star Wars Legion. When somebody makes a really obvious rules mistake, it takes you out of that battle report for a minute because you start yeah. thinking about that rules mistake. And how the game would have changed. If they make a ton of rules mistakes, it almost becomes unwatchable. Because then you're just like watching for more rules mistakes instead of enjoying what's being shown yeah, to yeah. you. Right. So that's why it's so important to get this thing right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you guys, I think that any content creators that are self-aware and can make adjustments to their product. I think those are the ones that are going to do the best um, in whatever, not just Legion, but any type of content creation. Right. And I think for anyone at home who, you know, who is an aspiring content creator and wants to do paint videos or, or do battle reports or something like that, you know, your, your biggest asset is going to be being honest with yourself and knowing when you mess up and then, and then letting your audience know that, Hey, you know, I messed up here. Um, I'm going to, you know, fix this though. And here's how I'm going to fix it. Um, you know, and like we had that segment, we haven't done it in a while just because we haven't played in a while, but you know, uh, we're doing it wrong. And that's why we bring that up, you know, so that people know that, Hey, we're not infallible over here either. Just because we create content doesn't mean we're perfect. We just create content because we want to create content, you know? Yeah, and you want to improve the community and you know showing your care and enthusiasm through your creation or your podcast or your videos is the way you do that. Yep, for sure. No, agree. So how's uh how's your new podcast been going? I'm gonna be honest, I haven't listened. How's it going? (laughs) It's it's going pretty well. You know, the the break has pretty much allowed us to uh settle in, I will say, right? And it's funny because you were talking about you and Rachel just fighting and then the end of the fight, you're like, what do we just fight about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keith is my co-host and he's the one who founded the podcast. He and I do the same thing. Like he'll say something and I'll be like, yeah, but this. And we'll talk for like five minutes and then realize we're both saying the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um I mean, this has been a real positive, I think, uh, and it reflects positively on the community is – the number of content creators and creations out there. You know, you guys have your new podcast, um, MOTF Luke and those guys down in Australia, they just started their podcast. Uh, Krabic has his new podcast that he started. So I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about all the additional voices that are going to lend themselves uh, to the community and give the community opportunity to find something somewhere that they like as long as they're talking about legion on some level i'm happy i was really impressed because they've cleaned up their language quite a bit down in australia with the weird <laughs> legion podcast yeah he actually uh luke sent me a note about that and it was like yeah we were trying really hard i'm like it's good <laughs> like you should be <laughs> like when people ask me for you know what's a good channel to 
watch video battle reports on, I was like, well, if you know you got kids around, I'd recommend my channel. If there's no kids around, you're okay with some adult language or a lot of adult language, then try out MOTF because they do a really good job too. <laughs> well, and Luke's the re so we have the the one F word rule now on all our reports. <laughs> like, and he's the reason. Like, you get one, and then we're done. Like that's that's. And he started that back at Adepticon oh, last geez, year. Oh, jeez, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was watching that live stream in shock. And, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, I, I had like, and that he was on our stream the next day as a commentator, and I just remember sitting there going, "This isn't gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> and I had to have a conversation, and he was so like apologetic and stuff. And you know, Luke is a great, great dude, and so he was just like, "I'm so sorry. I don't even think about it. It just comes out." I go, "Okay, well, I need professional Luke tomorrow, <laughs> like, and you'll get one. You get one F word." Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that's good. I'm glad I'm really happy for you. I'm glad that the channel's doing well. And yeah, cause this, our kind of relationship started way back with, uh, paint all the minis when I was, when I was on his podcast, uh, talking about Legion. And then we kind of did a trade-off where you came on to ours and promoted the, the battle reports. And it's, it's been, uh, it's been really good, you know, having you as a friend and in, in the Legion community. And I'm, I'm happy to see, you doing well and and continuing to build your uh your your stuff that's been great you know for me uh our friendship was really just a tool to get to evan and i'm there now buddy so <laughs> hey all, all right <laughs> i evan that is completely true off air every wow. single interview we've done he's asked hey do you think sometime i could be on with evan and i was like no 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 only like top-notch creators get to be on with with the evan and he finally made it so yeah it was you never know? that uh, i was ducking you or anything it's normally when we did interview style um you know right now this is this is this this is perfect right we're just kind of hanging out talking uh but when he wanted to interview it's always just easier to have one guy sure. uh, interview somebody else because there's no like since we're not in the same room it's hard to make you don't get that like visual cue to see when someone's like done talking or has a thought uh, and we tried doing multiple. So I, I'd, I'd always just like taken, taken one for the team to be like, nah, man, you do it. I'll just sit out and, you yeah. know, we'll put it on. Uh, so it was never that I didn't ever want to talk to you. It was just like, normally it was always like an interview style and I didn't want to like get in the way. Yeah. And no, that's, I wanted to meet you for a long time. I don't know if you remember, but like a year ago when it came to the last chance qualifier, you guys were covering it with the fifth trooper, uh, live cast, right? And Jay asked me to do a commercial for him. And so I got some of my German buddies together when I was living over there. And we did a, a commercial. And at the end of it, it was Go Team Evan, because I've just always been a huge fan. Oh, hey, man. That's fantastic. I really appreciate that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Too bad it's, you didn't uh, see it. It was at the beginning of one of my video battle reports. Yeah, too bad oh, he geez, lied man, about I feel bad. I'm like, jeez. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, I watch it. Like, <laughs> I'm just feel bad. Oh, uh, man. Okay. You know what? All right. All right. Let's see. So this, by the here? way, this is how Evan functions. Everyone, he's now made yes. Evan feel bad. Evan will go back and watch every single battle report, even <laughs> if it kills him. Even My job here is I done. Die. <laughs> you got some playlists. All right, we'll fire those up. I got a lot of uh, sound editing to do tomorrow. You're in, bud. You got at least one more view on everything again. You know, when I went to Warfare Week and I was amazed, like none of the top players watch my stuff, and I understand that. But like LJ Pena came over and was on one of my episodes. And he's like, yeah, I've never seen any of your stuff. 
So <laughs> you're in good crazy, company, right? Uh, you know what though? You know what I love about this community with that though? No one has seen your stuff, but they know who you are and they'll promote you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody that, and if you're new to the community and you know, you stumbled upon our podcast, like that's the greatest thing I would say about our community that everyone is so supportive of each other. Like, it's just like, Oh, Hey, uh, you, uh, Oh, you, I've never listened to fifth trooper, but I know five guys who really love them. You should check them out. You know, and it's just, and the same thing. And I'm sure all those guys, like I know LJ has promoted uh, your channel. And so, you know, it's, that's just how this community works. And I I love this community for that. Sweet. You guys ready to play some? uh, Yeah. So I heard, I heard. (laughs) So yeah, I heard you got a special edition of our game for us. Yeah. So, you know, Jay, I got my channel now and I'm on a podcast and yeah. I aspire to be the Legion media empire that the fifth trooper mm-hmm. is right. So I need okay. some insight from you. So it's going to be a special edition of buy try trash where you and Evan are on the hot seat. Okay. Perfect. And you guys can collaborate for these answers. Uh, yeah. But I really want to know where you guys would go with this stuff. So All somebody's right, going to be a little sensitive. I'm going to warn you in advance. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Every time I, I talk to Jay, I get sensitive. It's okay. Yeah, every, every day. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's going to start out easy, and then we're going to get progressively harder. Perfect. All right. So you're you're the CEO of a multi-million dollar Star Wars Legion media empire. Uh-huh. Nothing you're new looking, here. Yeah. You're looking to make an acquisition to your YouTube channel for battle okay. reports. All right. You have the choice for buy, try, trash yep. of Krabok, who I know that you are on uh, Recover the Supplies with. Yep. MOTF. With Luke in the gang down in Australia. Oh, yep. Or War Corgi, Corgi, my channel. So you get oh. one that will permanently join your network. Yeah. One will do a one off episode for you guys. And one is just going into the trash bin. I already have my answer, but Evan, I'd like to hear your thoughts oh, on this. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll wrap some stuff. Um, by War Corgi, uh, mm-hmm. Team Evan, we're on it. Uh, also, uh, like, legit, I do watch it, I swear to God. <laughs> Even though you keep quizzing me on it, and I keep failing nope. terribly. Wrong. Uh, um, wrong. Uh, I'm going to... In episode 17, Evan, in turn five, the second oh, activation God. was a rebel unit. Can you name that rebel unit? <laughs> I got it up Chewy. right here. Give me, oh, God, two hours. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to try MOTF Luke, because uh, he's got some good stuff. Uh, I... I would put him maybe more toward the buy, but uh, we're hoping one day to take a trip down to Australia or uh, somewhere like that when they do a, a big regional and uh, stream. So try And I'm only going to put Krabak and uh, Trash uh, just because I really liked his Armada stuff. That's when I got to, that's when I knew him as. Mm. Uh, and I haven't, not that I don't like his Legion stuff, but I, he really grew on me for Armada. So uh, I didn't, I haven't associated him with Legion uh in my mind as much as i should uh especially now he's even doing the the pen and paper thing with jay he's like a uh you know take all comers kind of channel which is really cool but yeah i think that's my 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 layout interesting so i let's see hmm this is tough all right i'll explain my let me go through my mental process here so the listeners at home know where i'm at so i love Krabic. 
He's part of Recover the Supplies with us. He's great, but man, is he a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like you never know where he's going to go with something. And he'll, he's like his new podcast. Uh, what is it? Double critical. They, he just basically, he was telling me the other night that he just wants to take it in these places where he just gets like theoretical about units. And like, even if it's insane, he wants to talk about the potential of it being in Legion. So like that, he's just too much of a loose cannon for me. So I would probably, I'd probably put him in the trash as well with them. And so definitely Krabic, we love you, but not for this, my friend. Not for this brand. Yeah. Uh, gosh. So I think... I think I'm with Evan. So I think we would try MOTF Luke because I think he could only do one episode without swearing. <laughs> and I think that's all we could get out of him. Um, and then the next episode, we, it would be laden with, with F-bombs and blow it, <laughs> blowing up his whole board. <laughs> so uh, so we'll try him for one episode and we're proud to bring War Corgi onto the, onto the channel. Ah, <laughs> oh, guys, you're too great. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I really, so if you gave me two, I really wanted to trash you just so just so people didn't think i was biased because you were on the show but with the other two i just couldn't i couldn't find a way to do it so well you know it's where logic takes you you gotta go yeah so. yeah exactly let's move on to the next round of buy try trash buy try trash trash buy try trash <laughs> podcast gentlemen you guys okay. need to acquire an air podcast because let's face it Notorious Scoundrels, hyper-focused on the competitive play, yep. and you guys hyper-focused on some sort of pirate game lately. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to expand the Fifth Trooper Network's podcast, and here are your three options. The venerable Legion Outriders, who have just uh, reorganized and are, are doing some great stuff. They're out mm -hmm. of Nevada. Stabcast, and of mm -hmm. course, Ryan, one of your partners for Recover the Supplies on that one. Mm-hmm. Tim's awake sometimes. And then lastly, We Are Legion, which I'm not convinced you've listened to, but hopefully you have. It's the one out of Australia with MO2AF Luke. Uh, I haven't listened to any of them. Uh, let me see. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's Evan. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, so um, I'm going to put uh, Legion Outriders as my buy. Uh, yep. They're the ones who I started listening to originally um, when I was just searching for uh, like any Legion content at all. Um, and I really kind of, I always wanted to meet them and I was really hoping one of these days I could get like uh, hit a LVO or something, uh, that they got to go to. Um, I'm going to put, uh, the, we are Legion as my try. Uh, I like, uh, podcasts that are from different parts of the world. Uh, I can mm. used to listen to an X-Wing one that was called, um, hit hit crit out of South Africa. Really interesting. The fact that they only got limited product from FFG. So their meta was wildly different than everywhere mm. else in the world because they just didn't have as much. Uh, and hearing what they had to work with is always cool. So I like that. Um, and then I honestly, uh, so way back when, uh, when Stabcast was doing more like battle um, battle reports over the podcast, uh, I used to get a little tired. Uh, like <laughs> it kind of make me drowsy. So I, uh, I stopped listening. Uh, that was a year ago. Um, but I got to give him another shot. So it's, it's not fair. It's not fair. No, so don't. I'll give him another shot. No, 
Stabcast is in my trash pile. Those guys are the worst. <laughs> so, oh. Trash. They are nothing but trash. Oh, and they God. Know, and they know it. Oh, God. <laughs> we have a feud going on with Stabcast. They go in the trash. Uh, they do be talking I, trash about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the worst. Uh, and so screw those guys. And uh, I would say buy uh, Luke's new podcast because we need an international reach. And I would say try Outriders for an episode and let them go back to doing what they do best. I like it. I like both your answers. All right. This is where it's going to get political, gentlemen. So feel free to edit this out. Now, Fifth Trooper, uh, (laughs) besides being an awesome podcast, really built their reputation by live streaming huge events, right? You guys do it better than anybody else, and you always have. You've had some interesting guests on. Now you have a chance to hire one try one and throw one in the trash here are your potentials Mm -hmm. alex davy creator Mm -hmm. of legion okay luke buddy (laughs) co-developer of legion and matt holland op extraordinaire oh let me go first evan all right trash davy because that dude wears so many mustard shirts do you know how bad that is for live streaming (laughs) (laughs) grew that guy out uh matt will try and we'll put luke on permanent <laughs> okay okay i'll uh 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 davy for permanent uh he's i can feel him missing from x-wing if that makes sense like i can feel uh legion surging with his like his steady hand i guess mm-hmm. uh how i like the game and how thematic it is and not that x-wing 2.0 is bad right now but since I, I've noticed since he's not actively working on it, it just doesn't feel the same. Mm. Uh, and so that's I, I pretty much would follow whatever got, game that guy put out. I'd be I'd be in. Like I just really like his design philosophy on on how he makes games. So uh, and also he's a really good personality to have talk about his game. It's rare that you have a guy who can who can design a game and also be a face for it. Like look at uh, like No Man's Sky, right? Like lead designer made a great game now uh worst guy in the world to have talk about the game right like mm-hmm. just the, the wrong man completely so um that i'm gonna put um holland on try uh he's a good he's a good face like a, in wrestling terms he's a good face uh uh he's he responds to the community pretty pretty regularly and for some of the virile you know like acid people throw at him when uh, a Naboo starfighter doesn't come out on time or, you know, whatever, like he takes it all pretty, I mean, from what we see as the people on the outside, he takes it all very well and has some good answers. Uh, and he, he tries, man. Like he's always fun to talk to at uh, bigger events I go to. And uh, Eddie like the dude a lot, uh, but I just, I have more experience with the other two. So sorry, bud, you're in the trash can with me. Not me. Luke, I love you. You're permanent with me. (laughs) Alex goes in the trash. Him and his mustard wardrobe. (laughs) Out! Out! So so if the question was, instead of live streams, like which one of these guys I would have over to play a game on the channel as a I try trash, I can tell you Alex Davey would go in the trash because he looks too damn good. (laughs) I don't want to be compared to that guy visually. (laughs) He wears a mean cardigan, man. That's just... Like Ugh, Jay, Jay wears. Car- I think Jay's mad because Jay wears cardigans, and Alex wears them better. And there's a weird. I invented going on. cardigans. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I thought that was going to be tougher than it was for you guys. Nah. So yeah. we're, we're going to amp it up. 
a notch. All right. So let's hear it. Buy, try, trash. Yep. And I'm going to caveat this one by saying, let's say I was looking to acquire a third person for my uh, Jedi Hunter podcast, right? We're just getting off the ground. We're 15 episodes in. Maybe we need some new expertise. If you were advising me, Jay, and I was going to poach one of these three, yeah, who would I buy, who would I try, and who would I trash? Endless, Dashes, or Comedies. <laughs> Is there an option to trash all three? <laughs> <laughs> Not how this game works, sir. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, let's <laughs> Not the answer I was expecting, but sure. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. right uh let's see i would this is how i would do it i got i got this this is perfect okay so i would have you guys buy david and what i would do is have you let him be your announcer because he's got that smooth silky voice that makes all the all the girls weak and so you yeah so you could you know you make him your announcer slash you know um uh, uh, whatever you know, lead man that kind of like intros everything and gets you guys moving. He'd be perfect for that. I'd have you try Kyle, have him come on once, give you all the numbers because I mean you can only deal with that once, and so you just have him come <laughs> on with all the numbers, tell you all the mathematics behind what you're doing is wrong, and then you don't have to listen to it again. And then uh, just because I have to pick one, Dash has to go, has to go bye bye, and he can he's got to go to the trash. Evan, are you in agreement? Uh, yes, I might switch. Uh, you know what? Actually, no. I'm gonna say uh, Kyle's your buy. Uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm playing Moneyball here, uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Kyle's your man. Uh, he's uh, a lot of fun to talk to. Um, has a good personality for it, and uh, his is the fact that he can just whittle out numbers. And anytime I put a list in our chat, he he politely keeps me in line. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, three full groups of uh, scout troopers with bombs sound good. He's like, Evan, stop, please. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks, Kyle. I, I could use a guy like that on the payroll if you've seen my list. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't want him to buy him, Evan. We need Kyle. <laughs> uh, and then I would say uh, try David. Uh, I agree with everything uh, Jay said. Great voice. Uh, great announcer. Um but Kyle just outranks him and Dash. Uh, Dash is excellent, but uh, out of out of Kyle, man. Sorry, dog. You're you're back you're back out down here in the dumpster with me. I love all three of them. So that yep. completes today's game of buy try trash. Thank you, gentlemen, for playing. Oh, I think we got some insight on how to build our own legion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was gonna be way harder. Really, <laughs> man. Well, maybe it's just because I'm heartless and don't care. Actually, let's just trash everyone. No. <laughs> if I was going to make it a lot easier for the podcast, I was going to add in Critical X, but we all know where they would go. Yeah, yeah tr- <laughs> for sure in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, cool, man. That was that's a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, thanks for yeah, thinking man, thanks about for that. And, yeah, yeah, I'm coming on. This was amazing. It's always a pleasure, guys, and uh, hopefully we're around for another 25 episodes of Legion Battle Reports, and I'll come back at the uh, 50th episode. Heck yeah, that'd be great. Maybe even before then. Yeah. Um, All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Everyone, stay red. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper Podcast. This has been a Fifth Trooper production. 